Hello and good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to episode 28 of Cross Button VR, a beginner's journey into PSVR 2, a show for those who want to share in our newcomers' enthusiasm for the world of VR. Now, I'm your host, Laurie, but for anyone that may have forgotten, just want to remind you that we are part of the Cross Players, so if you enjoy what you hear, do check out the rest of what we do uh, over at thecrossplayers.com. You can find all the links to all of our content and our Discord. Now it's an honor to be joined by two of the most notorious influencers in the metaverse. It's Ben and Alex. How are you going over there? How's your notoriety been treating you this week, gents? All right. Good. I like I I revel in it. Yeah, I feel like Alex is getting a bit notorious because I am seeing people just tweet us out the blue now and saying, I've been picked up masternoid because I've been hearing about thanks to you you talking about it. And if that isn't notoriety, I don't know what it is. I feel like we're going to go to EGX and people are going to be like, hey, look, it's that Masternoid guy. <laughs> hey, Masternoid guy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I could do for um, the cosplay. I could dress up as like a pineapple or something. <laughs> strawberry. Mm, just a big <laughs> pixelated strawberry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Because you had a campaign to make them put the devs to put your, your face in the in the game. Is I that, know, that would be that, nice. Progressing well? imagine, imagine hitting balls off this face. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, mm, but, okay. Well, yeah, if you, I know not, they, I know they are keen listeners of the show. They probably listen every week just to get oh, another mention this week. <laughs> another, bit, another bit of PR for the file. Um, so yeah, I know if you're listening, gents, just um, yeah, if you want to scan in Alex's face to uh, wax some balls against it, then uh, be our guest. Or our logo. That's what we asked for. Or the it? logo. Yeah, that would, that would make more sense. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, nice exposure for us. Um, yeah, um, so yeah, a bit of a different episode this week, chaps. We're going to cover off a little bit about what we've been playing or plan to be playing because this is the second of our episodes we are going to be pre-recording and then putting out whilst we are away on our on our holidays. Um, yeah, Woo-hoo. we are allowed to take occasional time off. Um, so anyone that wants to be hearing our most up-to-date thoughts as to the big breaking news stories in the world of PSVR 2, you're going to have to wait another week, I'm afraid, because this is being recorded back many well not too long ago but a week or so ago i think um so yeah we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about what we've been playing and what we're planning on playing whilst we're on holiday uh, and then we've just got a whole bunch of question block to go through so lots of people have been us sending in their questions so thank you for everyone that responded when we put out the put out the appeal on on our various platforms um yeah so we're going to be jumping into those questions today but first, what have we been playing? Alex, you go first, because you were so keen to discuss this a minute ago. What have you got for us? Masternoid. No, no, no. Come on, we've already <laughs> had the Masternoid bit of the oh, show. But I got more high scores. Come on, how many high scores have you got now? How many now? I think I'm approaching 30, maybe. maybe. Maybe not. Maybe some people have taken some off me, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm certainly well into the 20s, and there's only 50 to get, so... That- that okay. would be really annoying if people are taking them off you. Well, there's only one that I've noticed that have been taken as... away. Oh, okay, so he's your rival. He's like your your, your Pokemon rival. Well, there's only one score that I've seen taken away, like, of all wow. the ones that I had. I feel I'm like one, my, my eldest son is really into Rubik's Cube, and he, he watches a lot of documentaries about these kids that that's all they do, and they get really fast at doing Rubik's Cubes. I feel like one day, Alex, you're going to have a Masternoid documentary made about you. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I can finally I can be famous. That. I love how before this episode started, Ben was like, should we just go one episode, guys, without mentioning Masternoid? It's <laughs> <He's laughs> like, fuck you, no way. You can't not, fight it. Not at yeah. time. You know. It's an addiction. Yeah. It's 50 hours. 
Yeah, more, well, by the time this episode know. goes out, it'll probably be more than 100 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but but what, what I've actually been playing is Ragnarok. So this is one of the games that, I think it was a release game. If it wasn't a release game, it was certainly very, very close to release. And it was one that I never game, ever got around. Launch game, you mean? Launch game, sorry, yes. Sorry. Right. Okay. Um, but I never got around to playing and I finally, finally got it. So thank you <laughs> to the developer for giving me a code. That was very nice. Um, but it's brilliant like it's another rhythm game so it is basically you are it's it's vikings and you are the lead of the long ship and you are beaten to these uh what's the word that is completely runes so the runes coming towards you Hmm. you need to like hit the Uh. relevant drum as they come to hit, hit it on time and the the better you do in the higher combo they go, the faster your boat goes. And it's all these kind of Viking-esque tunes. Like, the music's really cool. The setting's really cool. But then what gets even better is when you're then trying to chase your score, you've got your ghost ship beside you, and it's almost like a race between you and your ghost ship, and it tells you how many metres it is in front of you. And it's, oh, it's so much fun. It's, but it is, it's just another rhythm game, but you're, you properly feel like the the hit of the drum through the haptics of the controllers um my son was sitting watching it so i put it on the screen for him to watch he was playing he was absolutely like hysterics he was loving it he was counting them all as he was coming between them and like the, the effects as you were hitting them on time and then to build up a combo you had like symbols at the side to the hit and then all your little um uh all your little vikings did it gave you a bit of a cheer when you hit it and they were all then starting to roll faster and just a cool concept. I think there's, I haven't done any of the online, but I think the online is essentially like boat races as you're playing. Um, so it's just it's really cool. Like I, I'm really glad I finally played it, and it is a bit of a workout. Like all these um, rhythm games are more than you actually think, but this one's just got a bit more character about it. It's it's not just you like playing a song in a cool arena. It's got a little bit of character to it, a little bit of humour to it. Hmm. Um. Aye, it's good. I want to play a lot more. Um, your, your boat's going up a river. Are you? Do you arrive anywhere? Do your Vikings go out and attack any kind of monasteries no. or anything? You just, you no, just certainly not as far as I've gone yet. It doesn't seem to. But basically, it's all about. So your score is the distance the boat goes. So it's all about in meters. Basically, your score and the the more or like perfect hits that you get, the more combos you get, the faster they roll and the further your distance. It's all about distance travel and like just a score so it's almost like just put it in a little bit gives you a little more context to what you're doing like or something that just feels a wee bit more meaningful a wee bit more understandable and that yeah just fun and is the fun. setting is it kind of like norwegian fjords is it kind of scandinavian type yeah it's, it's kind of that like some of it almost felt like a little kind of northern lights and stuff and different like mm-hmm. different worlds and it's but it's it's almost like the art styles like they're almost like little cartoon vikings so yeah, okay. So the, I was going to say, are these of... Swedish Vikings or are these Norwegian or are they Danish? What's the yeah? What what part are they from, Alex? And what, what era are we talking know. here? I have no idea. <laughs> um, it's not a history lesson, Laurie. I'm not that intelligent. <laughs> it's, it's not historically accurate. I'm not playing it. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it's it's another one of these games that I think if you played it, you would enjoy it. Like it's it, um. I was I surprised I would, at how much I like comedy it. Viking yeah. stuff. I find that really funny. Um, I think I would like it. It's definitely good. Where does yeah, it rank with the? Uh, obviously, you've played a load of rhythm games, you know, drums, it's, rock. It's on a par. Pistol, like it's, it's a wee bit different. I mean, I enjoyed it more than drums, rock. Probably not as much as 
Bristol Wit, but it's very different. It's probably a bit more casual. Beat Saber. But then Beat Saber. Like I think it's probably... Synth. Synth Riders. It's got its own place amongst them because I think because of that, I wouldn't say it's a. I don't think I've played enough of it to completely say this is better than that and that's better than this. But I think it's got, it's worthy of its place amongst them because it does it a wee bit differently. It's just got a wee bit. It's just that wee bit more character and makes it a wee bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, in some ways. Nice. I'll, I'll feed back more once I've played a bit more of it, but enjoying it. Hmm. Very nice. Um, okay, Ben, you are going to be um, sunning yourself on a beach somewhere. You've got a long, long haul flight ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Two weeks so away. What... Yeah. Very nice. And, and what are you planning to be? Well, I mean, you're going to be very busy. You're going to be seeing the sights and maybe spending your family time. No, no time for video games, I guess. So. Uh, well, they'll all be tired out by probably six p.m. every night. So I think I'll probably get plenty of time. <laughs> so, um... and uh, taking your taking your switch then. I am. I still undecided which switch to take. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, for the don't know, this is obviously a PSVR two podcast. Ben has many switches. He's, he's many, many. I, many, I only, many. I have many have, switches. I've got three, but um, my family have one each as well. So we've got a lot in the house. Um, <laughs> but I'll probably, I'll probably take the OLED. And uh, of course, you, uh, like, <laughs> you have an OLED. Didn't you ever use anyone other than that? Well, no, you say that, but the the light is far more travel friendly, particularly when you've got the flip case on it. And you can just pop mm. it in a little. If you've got a little man purse, which you're a fashionable guy, yeah. I'm sure you've got one of them. Just oh, yeah, pop it out purses. Out there. So um, much easier. Yeah, but OLED man, the screen. The OLED is nice. You can not play games on that once you've got that option. And also, um, I think I'm gonna play Fire Emblem Engage. I've decided on as my as my holiday game because I mm. started that when it first came out and that does pop on the OLED so I'll probably take the OLED it's a very colourful game it's a very colourful game mm. yep and mm. that's probably there's a lot of game there isn't there so you've got a couple of flights and all those evenings ahead of you yeah you can probably get through yeah. that two weeks all the loads in time yeah, yeah. <laughs> skip, skip time. all the story though the story's absolute tosh so I'll just just do the battles and hopefully they'll cut the playtime yeah down a bit. just uh, ask us Lewis, Lewis for the highlights in the story Obviously, yeah. everyone knows Lewis now from last week. Yeah, they do. Well, um, that's the one with all the ring polishing, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of Sorry. polishing. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Sweet, finished it. What about you, Laurie? What are you? What are you what's... Uh, well, I'm also going to be taking my switch away for my my weeks away. I still got my OG, my my day one switch. I'm still still carrying that one, still holding it together. I don't play the thing enough to be spending splashing out on an OLED. Um, I'm not a man of means such as yourself, Ben. Um, but I have taken it away. I <laughs> don't have money for Switch. Um, what am I going to play on it? Uh, well, probably some more Tears of the Kingdom. Although I finished it, my son is desperate for me to keep playing because he keeps finding cool stuff in it. That he's desperate for me to to find as well, and till I can do it, I can't really break it to him that I've like I'm done now. I'm never going to complete all the shrines, which to him is just like. What do you mean you're not going to have? Could you possibly leave this game half finished? But it's like, nah, I've been gunning now. I've done 100 shrines. So I'll probably play some more of that just to just to humor him. Um, but other than that, I'm going to be playing Rogue Legacy 2 because that's one of my favorite games I've ever played on the Vita. And I look forward to, I've been playing that a little bit on the, on the Switch already. And I'm looking forward to really getting stuck into that and not having anything else to distract me and be able to focus on that. Uh, and mm. then other than that, probably Pikmin 4. I've been playing a bit of the demo on that. And um, so I'll probably play that for a few hours as well um, in amongst it all love yeah, it I, Alex loves it I love it uh, if you know obviously we're a PSVR 2 podcast I'm thinking why the hell are you talking about non-VR games um, 
But if you're not and you want to hear more of this, do listen to us cast our sister podcast. Is that is that the right thing? Is that the right way yeah, to say it? I think so. I think, I, think so. I think people should check that out because there's very rare. Uh, well, I mean, there probably are some listeners or viewers that literally only play games on PSVR 2, but I think most people have some interest in in, yeah. in other games. It'd be even if it's just normal PS5 games, which you guys play yeah most if not all all, all of them mm-hmm. um and then yeah lots of switch and xbox chat as well i think most people own multiple multiple uh platforms now so yeah check out exactly. those so dan, dan's been checking out Baldur's gate 3 lewis even spoke about uh the room vr a couple of episodes ago so yeah there's, yeah there's yeah there's occasionally some some vr leakage leakage into that one as well isn't there mm-hmm. yeah and mm, i'll still be there because i'm not going in holiday yeah, you've just been on holiday, man. What you should be on by five holidays a year, mm. Alex. You get no sympathy for us. I bet too. You're not going on holiday this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, that's what we have been uh, playing or going to be playing. Um,. Well, before we get onto the questions, just as ever, just remind everyone that if they want to give this podcast a sub on the service, that'll be all right. You know, if you want to do that, that'd be great. Thank you very much. Um, follow us on all the socials and everything else. Just look, search for Cross Button VR um, and all the cross players and you'll find us no matter what you're on, whether it's Twitter or Hive or... No, we're not on Hive, are we? Um, or something. Um, if you really want to show the love, do so by patreon.com slash thecrossplayers. And for £2 a month, you can help uh, become a patron, produce the show, get an entry into our lovely little WhatsApp group where all sorts of shenanigans happen on a daily basis. Um, that's cool. Right, let's get into these questions because we've been, we've been inundated. There's been a flood of questions from people. So, Alex, I believe you have the list of questions. You are going to be the question master, but that doesn't mean you get out of answering them yourself. Aww. Hit us up with your, your finest questions. Okay, so we asked you on Twitter, we asked you on Discord, we asked in a patron WhatsApp group. So we've got a, a wide array of questions. First one from Cypher. It's an interesting one. Would you buy as many PSVR 2 games as you seem to play if you weren't granted the occasional game code from publishers or devs? No. Next question. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, certainly not. I'd be a lot more kind of selective. And I think the reason why devs give us codes and the whole point of how this works is they want us to try these things out that we might not normally buy. Um, So we we do uh, get given codes it's not occasional i think for kind of nearly nearly every game we want to try and play uh we can we're very fortunate enough to get the codes um and we play them and we give our thoughts and we that's part of the deal you know we'd like it or love it we will we'll share our thoughts on things um so no i wouldn't i would be playing quite a few games but i'd be a lot more selective and i wouldn't be picking up some of the stuff that i just wouldn't have any interest in or i just didn't like the look of or the reviews were a bit mixed i'd be like yeah no i'd probably and i probably would have picked up other games as well if i wasn't getting the supply of codes i would have got around to playing pistol whip by now um so mm. i i think it's easy to buy a lot of games on psvr2 though but yeah i wouldn't have been so experimental i think and that's you know that's again that's why devs give us codes so we play these games that we might not have picked up and we hopefully convince other people to as well um from their point of view so yeah and also i don't think yeah i guess we're like almost providing a service right because we're kind of filtering through the stuff and we're recommending the stuff that we think is worth buying and then maybe being like tempering people's expectations with the other stuff but on a practical level there's been so many good games coming out this year in particular that it would just be impossible to to try everything if we if we weren't getting review codes for 
for these games. Um, you know, and the same with Crosscast. Like, if we didn't get codes for stuff, we'd probably just be sticking to, you know, the the big releases or the ones that really catch catch our eye. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. I think I certainly wouldn't be trying anywhere near the amount of VR games if if we weren't getting the codes for it, to be completely honest. Yeah, but I mean it's great because we have found some absolute gems um, that we wouldn't have played, and I, I know from people that we get from people that says oh, I picked up that game because you guys have been talking about it. Um, we all know the game that I'm talking about here. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, so it works. Yeah, that, this is this is how it works, right? We we play play stuff we might not have picked up, and hopefully we love it, and we tell everyone and all our friends and all the listeners and viewers and things, and they'll go out and pick it up too. Sorry, go on, Alex. Be, we do still buy stuff. I mean, it's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, oh yeah, yeah. We, we, we do, do still yeah. go buy games. Like it's not like we get codes or all get codes for all these games. So maybe... yeah, quite often we'll just get one code, and then the, yeah. that, the other two of us will go out and buy it just off the strength of each other's recommendations and stuff. And that's where patreon.com slash the crossplayers comes into play. So thank you very much for your support on that. Um, but I, I think things like uh, The Last Clockwinder, Synapse, I, I probably wouldn't have bought Synapse just because at the time I was like suffering from queasiness. I took one look at it and thought this is going to make me feel ill. So that's made me quite hesitant to buy stuff as well. So it's been quite good to be able to sort of bed in and dip my toe into this stuff without that risk of oh well, I've just spent £30 on something that's making me vomit you know so that's that's been quite handy um, yeah mm-hmm. it's a it's a privileged position that we're in but hopefully we are making the best of it for all of our audience yeah and just if anyone thinks I don't think we've ever lied or pretended we've liked a game just to curry favour with anyone I think like we try and be as honest as possible and if we don't like stuff we, we, we kind of do say that yeah, like have, let's have let's go back to C C Smash. That's a great example. I don't think any of us disliked it, but Jurg was our first guest on the show. That didn't make our top ten. We like Alex was pushing for it to be top ten, but I think Nori and I were like, yeah, probably not. And you know, hopefully that goes to show we've got some sort of integrity when it comes to this sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awkwardness. Yeah, and, and a lot of the time is as well. We play these games that as I said um, a few weeks ago on the episode, that I try stuff that I, this is not the sort of thing. If I was just buying everything, I probably would stick more to the stuff that I know I'm going to like, but because we can, if we're, we're able to have these opportunities to play stuff, sometimes I play it and I think, oh, I would never play this before and I love it. It's great. And then sometimes I think, I wouldn't have picked this up and this isn't really my sort of thing, like, like mm. Runner, for instance. And I, it's not in my top 10. It's not going to make my list, but I can still see and appreciate it's a good game. I can still see there's a lot of recommend lot to recommend about it but it's just for me it's not it's not something i would want to play more of and that's probably where c smash comes into it I, I like it i just don't like those sort of high score chasing games they don't really do much for me in the same way they do for for alex um so yeah it's not a kind of criticism of the game so much it's more just being honest about this is the sort of thing that i like and sort of thing that i don't like and yeah i, I think this is a decent game but it's just not one that is particularly one that i care too much for and then like final point on that the the flip side of it is I bought Resident Evil Village. I've bought Gran Turismo 7. The fact that I've paid for them has meant I don't feel obligated to play them. Whereas if we'd been given codes and we we wanted to give it a fair shake, I think I would have forced myself through Resident Evil Village and forced through the sickness of GT7. So it does kind of make a difference whether we 
have bought them or we haven't i think that's quite important to know yeah yeah, yeah. good question good start thank you Cypher. Yeah. next up chris hackwood um like he's thank you you have asked us a few questions over the 28 weeks so thank you very much um are you excited re4 remake will be playable at tokyo game show could it mean that it's closer than some originally thought I am very, very excited, obviously. There was a a few months I was banging on about Resident Evil 4 to anyone that would listen. Um, If it happens to come out this year, the VR version, I do think it puts it almost back in contention for Game of the Year because I do feel like it it came out quite early in the year. It's kind of been forgotten and overshadowed by a couple of releases since then. I do feel like this gives it a new lease of life and it becomes one of those... Half-Life Alex kind of shit, this is VR, the new standard, then I think that bumps Resident Evil 4, which is already a fantastic game. Like, the remake is... I cannot compel enough to play it because it's such a perfect game. If VR elevates it the same way as GT7 was elevated in VR, then suddenly I think you're looking at a potential Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3 beta. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? It's Resident Evil 4, if that had come out in most other years that would be a strong contender whereas you just don't feel like it's got a chance this year it's just such a strong strong year this year for games um so yeah i I mean i'm excited that it's it's coming sooner than thought i think it's good it helps that psvr2 momentum Uh, and the stuff that's we've been getting a lot of ports recently and that's great for us but i think for people that are they you know, so exclusive matter to a lot of people they want to see those things they want original exclusives that have never can't play elsewhere um and to be able to play resident evil 4 which is game of the year material in vr and there's only one place you're gonna be able to do that um then yeah it's just a big deal so yeah the sooner it arrives the better really for psvr2's point of view i, I think it's one of those i was dead <clears throat> certain that this was going to be 2024 like I had no, there was just a, no feelings at all that this was going to hit this year and now that it's going to be playable at TGS, I'm a bit like maybe, and I mean just you're talking about that game of the year stuff there Ben I'm like maybe that's a great tactic to hold us back to about October, November time when the game's still in contention for things anyway gets it back in the limelight, kind of misses out this busy September, October time really pulls people back in because I know I've held off playing this game because I want to play it in VR like, I thought, no, I'll wait till the VR version's available and that's how I'll play it. Um, so I hope so. I really hope it. I think there is a chance, we, a sneaky little chance we might see it this year now, but I still probably erring inside the caution and say it's just going to hit 24. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather they didn't rush it out, obviously. No. Like, it would just be a nice way to, to sort of bookend the year to have the non-VR version at the start and the VR version at the end and this fantastic game in between yeah it's I mean, really it feels like because we're getting firewall ultra which is the kind of big exclusive game if you like on the end of august and so having something else so tentpole release for psvr2 towards the end of the year you know, a few months from now november they can then hang they've got kind of three or four throughout the year with horizon start off with gt7 and then synapse and firewall ultra if they can get this out as well that by the end of the year, when we do the twelve-month review, people will look back, and actually, there will be quite a strong slate of exclusives that are yeah. these bigger games that you cannot get. There might be loads more games on Quest, but you won't get games of this fidelity and caliber and polish. 
elsewhere. Yeah, I think it could make the difference for when people look back at the first year of the PSVR 2. If Resident Evil 4 is in that mix, I think it changes the conversation quite a lot. Hmm. If if it works as well in VR as, as it does in non-VR, then, um, <laughs> yeah, it might be here. If it's Rob's, forget everything I've just said. I doubt it. Doubt it. No, I doubt it. I'm pretty confident. Hmm. Cool. Mm. cool. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Next up, Phil Wynn. Hi, Phil Wynn. You'll always be number one. Um, what existing or announced PSVR 2 game would you most likely want a multiplayer mode added to? Okay, I can answer this can one. Can we all guess what Alex is going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I on, would say The Room VR. Because escape rooms, you do the whole point of them is you're doing it with friends in a room and you're trying to solve the puzzles together. So having that in the room VR, but with, with your friends, like walkabout mini golf, where you can just you could all be sort of larking about in the room and just being silly at the same time as trying to solve the puzzles. I just think it would be so much fun. And each of those rooms, they take about I don't know forty minutes that they to do. Uh, so it's just the great, yeah. perfect setting for it. It would be so much fun to jump in with your mates and do do those rooms. So I really hope we get more escape room type stuff in VR, and that some of it is multiplayer. That's a good shout. Like, what, what, is... what have you got? What have you got over there? I've got, I've got, I've got two. <laughs> I've got a horse and then a vase on top of it. Or, yeah, that, or yeah. you could have like the crystal maze VR, where two people like can spectate or three people can spectate, yeah. and one person's got to do the challenge. Yeah. And you'd be like, "Come yeah. on, you fucking idiot! You're doing shit. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> no. Yeah, that would just be really silly. Good fun. No, that's good. That is a good show. Ben, uh, tell us yours because I'm stalling. I'd- I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know you're expecting me to say Masternoid here, but I don't know how well that would work. And I mean, no, if it's head, head, head to head, that would be quite cool. Um, but, mm, tricky, I think that. It'd be quite, it is quite tricky because, I mean, you've got, I, I feel like you've got your social experiences, like your walkabout mini golf, your poker, stars, things like that. And then you've got your exploration games and then you've got your sports games which have the kind of I don't know I can't think of one that doesn't have it that I'd like to have it of everything that I've played maybe some more of the rhythm games in a slightly better way I know some of them do have multiplayer modes in your kind of head the head but I'd quite like to see more come in as a kind of co-op type experiences Mm. rather than head to head stuff Mm. Because more co-op would be good, but again, that's a kind of cop-out answer because I'm not actually seeing a game as such. Yeah, I think uh, I think Masternoid would work quite well. I think that's a perfectly fine answer. I think, um, like Laurie said when we did the interview a few weeks back, having it as a kind of Tetris-style, yeah, dumping a load of trash blocks on their screen, I think that could work really well. Um, for me, I think is it Glass Breakers the the ones the moss that, one. Um, the yeah. moss one. I actually think something like Moss would work really well as a multiplayer because you could kind of solve the puzzles in a, in a way, kind of like um, so is it un, unravelled at the? Yeah, yeah, you yes. know, like a two-player puzzle platformer where you're like one person pulls out a platform, the other one jumps on top of it. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. Or like Sackboy. That's quite like it. Yeah, as well. it's quite like exactly. that. So something Sackboy. like that. 
I think that works really well in less actiony but more puzzly platformers like Moss. So I think. Oh yeah, and Quill could, could have like a little lady mouse that he's friends with as well, and they could have. Like... Is it Quill a lady? Oh, there's a lady. She... Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that could be a... well, that's all right. You can have another okay. lady mouse. That's you know, progressive exactly. game. Exactly. All mice <laughs> created equal. <laughs> of mice and men and women. There we go. Moving on. Literary <laughs> reference. Brown, brown. Uh, next cool. up. Thanks, Phil. Too high, Brown, for this podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Move but don't on. thank Move him on. yet because the next question is also from Phil. Um, next up, he said, What is your single favourite PSVR 2 moment? Good oh. question. I'm going to jump in and say Synapse. Oh, fuck oh, off. That's my one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's, I mean, we can all say that. That's fine. Let's all, let's all just. Uh, Get excited the first moment for a minute. you get that telekinesis is telekinesis. nothing quite like it. Yeah. And just like, oh, shit. It was just, yeah, yeah. so cool. Being I mean, that's why it's our number one game, right? It's that yeah. that power sense it gives you. Um, and for me, because you get it, it's kind of the sort of training mode. So, it's, But for me, it's when you use it in combat properly and you have the power. I think for me, the moment, it's not just when you get the telekinesis, it's when you have the power to throw enemies. Because then you're like, oh, now the tables have turned, and you just yeah. you become an absolute badass that can just you just like a god that can just walk the battlefield and just you know fling people to their their doom like a um like a sort of Darth Vader or something. It's that that for me was the the moment. It's also the bit, and we spoke about it last week with Lewis, and we've spoken about it in the past. The bit in Gran Turismo where mm-hmm. it goes from two D to full full VR. That. Yeah, well, it's still, every time that happens, it's still, I get a bit. Makes like, you sick. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's enough for me. Um, so there's still a big, big, big wow moment for me as well. Yeah, I mean, I could make a whole list. Maybe we could do one week, we can just have a whole list of our wow moments because we, yeah. we have that as one of our review criteria, don't we? Like the wow factor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the loads. So, yeah. And there's, yeah, talking, I mean, yeah, a few weeks ago I was talking about hubris. There's, uh, it's a. F- flawed game for sure but that has moments in it where you could rank up as your kind of biggest wow moments for that just sense of awe and just you stand there and like you are a bit like red matter 2 as well like you are on an alien planet or you're just looking out on space and i think being in space is always cool that's like that's a planetarium mm. or something but doing it in vr is just so something so magical about that um yeah, oh yeah let's, uh, let's put that write that down someone let's, we'll do that as a as a future episode because we can each have our own like top five wow moments that'll be that'll be a fun one to do i think noted just as you said that, though, <laughs> I, I was thinking Red Matter because I'm like the first time I remember going into Red Matter and you almost, that the wow moment for that was like, oh fuck, this is what these games can look like because it was probably nothing at that point that quite used, like Still looked isn't. as good as Red <laughs> mm, True, that's fair actually. Um, and that was like, here's what could come of this thing. That was that kind of moment. I'm like, this is what we can look forward to. Um, and we will get there eventually. We will get mm. there. But also beyond wow moment as well because he i think phil said like favorite so it's not just not just I like know, the just sheer right. awe, yeah. but more like just delight there's been so many moments of just like laughing out loud at at just how delightful something is like even right one of the first games i played was what the bat yeah and just playing through the tutorial and then seeing the logo drop down from the sky as silly as that is it did just make me me laugh out loud because it's it just i don't know it just felt like oh i mean i'm in this space this is so, so different to anything i've done for and a few a few games just the the title screen of uh, horizon call of the mountain 
remember the first mm. time I saw that. I was just like looking around going, well, this has ruined all other title screens for me because this yeah. looks better than anything, <laughs> anything else I've ever played. Yeah. And it's just title screen. It's incredible. Uh, and, and I think to, again, on a, on a completely different note, see if you go back and watch that very first video we did and walk about Minigo. Mm. Yeah. So just remember that first yeah, round of yeah, golf, yeah. the three of us playing, and there was the bits where, like, you're like, oh my god, I can see you bending back as you missed that part, and like all those little bits as we were playing that first round. Like, that was so much fun. That is definitely like, a good shout for the single favourite moment is that it's that first round of walkabout mini golf together. Just, yeah. <laughs> this is this is like multiplayer on another level. This is yeah that kind of yeah because we play multiplayer games where we have like the chat and stuff, and you just have like the audio feed of people, but it's just so much more. Like you are with people and you're playing games with people um, when you're playing them in VR and walk about mini golf. Yeah, that is definitely a, yeah, a that's a great there. shout. And it's weird, isn't it? Like, like a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about, um, like, we were given this sort of six month review of PSVR two. Uh, it is those moments that make the difference. That yeah. we just we don't get this sense of wonder in traditional flat games now, really. Whereas we get every other game we play has got some little thing that we've never experienced before, and it, it's this makes this just an amazing platform as well. Yeah, oh man, it is great. It's such a good platform, isn't it? It's so hard that people that just aren't any interest in it, so hard to convince them. Like you, you try and explain these little moments to people, and they're like, eh, "I'm just happy playing, you know, Harry Potter or, <laughs> or Hogwarts or <laughs> you know, whatever it is and stuff." And it's like, okay, but you've you played that before. <laughs> like, just, this is stuff here that you just can't. Yeah. Anyway, off topic. Next question. Next question. Yeah. Well, thank you, Phil. Speaking of walkabout mini golf, next question's from Phil too. Um, of course, it's from a Phil. Yep. <laughs> what would your dream walkabout mini golf DLC be, licensed or not? He's given us his example, so thank you for this. His would be something like grounded, where you're shrunk down and have massive ants and things walking over you. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. Um, I am going to be just lazy and just first thing that came into my head, um, Super Mario. Just let me play golf around the Mushroom Kingdom. That'd be good fun. As long as it's better than a Mario Golf game. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah. hard. Yeah. That would be lovely. Wouldn't it be nice just to be in the Mushroom Kingdom in VR? Yeah. Just in general. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly... Never going to happen. A pipe, a pipe dream, if you will. That's made enough, though, hasn't it? <laughs> that was good. I'll let you have that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've just got me thinking of old games now that would look cool as a as a golf course in VR. Because my immediate thought was then to jump to Sonic and like Green Hills Zone. Yeah, I mean, with that when you talk bit. about kind of anything, because the the um, laser layer one is essentially that's kind of Bond DLC, right? Yeah. It's a Bond mm. villain type theme. It's not Bond villain, but it may as well be. It's that whole kind of or more and be like more Austin Powers maybe. Um, so you can really they could do anything, couldn't it? And even if it's not directly licensed, you can just be a, a homage to to something in the way that that is. So yeah, and of course, think uh, uh, when we had JP, um, the developer of Walkabout Mini Golf, he. This is way back on episode twelve. He was saying he would like to do Star Wars, didn't he? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's, that, that's, would, that be would be cool. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I can't really just, do any better than that. 
Yeah. Other yeah. than the fact that we've got Star Wars everything already, and it's probably a bit boring. Lord of the Rings, wouldn't that be quite cool? Is it possible to make a good Lord of the Rings video game? That is a yes, question. there's been some in the past. <laughs> like a decade ago. Mm. I was thinking longer, I was thinking some of the older ones than that. Yeah, yeah no, I think I, just... I thought it would have been. Sorry, anyway. No, go, go. I see an Astro one, like something like Astro's Playroom type thing. Because that, yeah, all... that will just make it like rub it in the salt in the wound that so you don't have an actual Astro Bot game to play. No, but it could come out, like, see, a bit like. Do you know how if you think to Sackboy and they got all the different. You got Sackboy's Big Adventure and you got all the different outfits for all the games and stuff. I think you could start pulling a little bit like that and have almost like a PlayStation All Stars type. Course, just for like you could maybe we PlayStation exclusive one be quite quite cool like that. We Astro as a character, but he then puts all these all these different little outfits to do different holes and stuff. Hmm. Mm. My um my kids are all playing Astro today. I just let them play it for an hour, and they they love it. The the girls are too young to play themselves, but they just love watching my son play. It's just such a brilliant game. <laughs> I can't like that over how good that yes. game is, and. Having never played the first Astro's Rescue mission on PSVR one, um, the only thing that I've seen is through the in Astro Astro Bot. You, you see the um, the old PSVR one headset headset in the museum, and you can see a bit playing on it and stuff. So you, you get a sense of what it's like and how similar it is to to Astro Bot. I said, I can't come on, please just port the game or give us a new one for Christ's sake, Sony. Um, it's just too mm. good a, a, a franchise and happy. That game is still probably one of the best looking games in terms of its kind of that HDR vibrancy and colour and the crispness of it and stuff. The, such a nice game to look at that. And a bang and tone track. CP. That's good. Also, another boring uh, safe one though, Horizon. Such a gorgeous world. Imagine they're playing golf in that environment. Would be... Yeah, I mean, like, this is anything yeah. they can do that would just be cool. Mm. Just, there's so much scope they've got there. And I hope they do. Keep going. So, a few answers there for you, Phil, too. Thank you very much. Anyone else, let us know what you would have as you walk about mini-golf. Mm. DLC would be nice to hear. Okay, some WhatsApp questions. And we'll warn you before we get into these, oh, maybe uh, aren't quite the questions you would expect. So, <laughs> so this, this comes from Dan. What's your perfect sandwich? Oh, oh um... What? Ooh. Laurie, you, you're you're the expert. I just say Rich, lovely sandwiches. She does, yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some witty comeback then, but yeah, she does. Gotcha. She does like making elaborate sandwiches for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say a Reuben. Give me some good kind of pastrami, salt beef, gherkins, mustard, cheese. Oh yeah. You weren't really in New York as you were listing off the ingredients there. Yeah, no, yeah, in New York. (laughs) (laughs) You puss, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Let me grab a cheese, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot how good your American accent is, babe. (laughs) Um, Apologies, Americans. Um, Um, Yeah, that's a good shout. Pastrami is amazing. I do love that. It is amazing. Salt salt beef bagel is good as well, isn't it? Does that count as a sandwich? Mm, Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I would allow it. Meat and bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, what else would you have? I don't know. I've been. I mean, 
WhatsApp group will know that I've been trying to, I got a sandwich maker, like a panini machine for, what was it? I don't know when it was for my birthday or something. Um, and when well, I Father's Day, that was it. And so I've been trying to make the perfect sandwich. I've been trying to perfect the panini recipe. So if anyone is listening that would like to send in some panini recipes for me, um, please, please do. There was a lot of preference in our WhatsApp group for like on a barbecue chicken type thing, which, mm. yeah, that's all cool. But yeah, if anyone's got any innovative recipes, hit me up. I'll put uh, I'll put your WhatsApp email in the show notes. Um, <laughs> Please do not do that. <laughs> uh, what like more basic sandwiches though? Like um, obviously, the temptation here is to just go really fancy, fancy bread, fancy fillings. But like, if you're going to have like a a bog standard sandwich, what would you go for? It'd be ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Uh, okay, that is very basic. I don't like sandwiches. Oh my god! It doesn't like sandwiches. Doesn't like sandwiches, man. Oh, where do you start with that? Great question, Dan. Flummoxed Alex with that one. How do you not like sandwiches? Sandwiches? You can't. That's like saying I don't like music. I don't even like bread. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a big bread fan. All right. Yeah, that would do it, I suppose. Yeah. So like, I mean, and I don't like cold food. So like, it's, it's do you like toast? Do you like toast? Toast's fine. Toast peanut butter toast jam. Is you're fine. fine. It's, it's, yeah, it's like fine. I never really, that. I never really have toast. toast is what about um, what about like a subway? Do you? No. I mean, no? I would have one if I had to, but never <laughs> really like. At some point. If I'm forced to, I would, I would never <laughs> choose to have a subway unless that was like the option, uh, like I mean, the only thing I could get. They are, but still, they'll have to be a foot long. Like you couldn't have a six inch. That's never going to be enough. No, like, six inches never but, enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I like a. I've got a special, special place in my heart for a pret chicken and avocado. One of them. You guys have had that before? No. Uh, no, but for pret, for me, it's the cheese and pickle they do. It's like a kind of pickly radish tomato type thing. That's that's a very that's a very strong sandwich it's not like a cheese and pickle like a branson's pickle it's a mm, yeah I probably, I probably if, wouldn't go for that yeah. if, I, if i see a plowman sandwich i'm like yeah yeah well yeah. try it you know pretend it's get a code you've been given for free by a devil <laughs> <laughs> yeah well <laughs> i'm obligated you, to ben. review this sandwich. No. <laughs> try I'd something new if we get free sandwiches Sam- for, yeah. to do review on the podcast amazing oh well, um, absolutely we can do a special episode for that we just review sandwiches that'd be good oh incredible let's do that Make a note of it, Laurie. With that other thing. <laughs> make, you a note, make a note. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forget. I that. love. I, I love sandwiches. I love. I yeah, love me too. bread in all forms. I would just eat bread with some sauce on top of it and call it a sandwich. <laughs> you, you have it as well. That was a that was a shocking day in the WhatsApp when you confessed to your your it was a just ketchup sandwich habit. I, just white bread. No, no, not ketchup. I'm not a child, mm. but uh, it'd be like some sort of spicy sauce, some sort of condiment <laughs> like hot uh, sauce, sandwich. mango chutney. Or lime pickle. Oh my god, mango chutney sandwich. Hoisin. Just a bit hoisin on bread. It's amazing. <laughs> just bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. I it's a work from home question. thing. I mean, Dan, I've got to say, you know what you're doing, don't you? He's, he's, he, knows. he knows us. 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 <laughs> he knows us. <laughs> he knows us. <laughs> animate us. For listeners, have been like 20, 28 episodes. Oh, there's two of these people have finally come alive. <laughs> Talking about sandwiches. <laughs> Something they care about. <laughs> yeah. Not me. <laughs> No. Yeah. Uh, back uh, to Mastermind. Um yeah. yeah, okay. Next question. So another another question from Dan. Oh god. And this yep. is this this is an interesting one. And I think we each answer we'll each answer this question picking one of the other two. I think that's a fair fair way to do it. 
Who's okay. most likely to drop the console first? And by this, I think he means PSVR two. Just physically drop it on the floor, or just like I'm assuming stop he means it. fall off it, stop playing it. Um, mm. Ben, it, excluding himself. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Think, like, he's, already, he's already adopted. Don't, yeah. don't even think he hasn't. Mm. Yeah, I'm saying Ben. Mm. I'd probably say Ben as well. I would say myself I don't, as well. I don't, yeah, I think I don't think you will drop off it, but no. I think compared to, I think uh, Alex and I have made it much more a part of our regular. I think the balance of what we play is much more weighted towards VR for us too than it is for you, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think we saw it from the ratings we gave the six, in the six-month yeah, review of it. You know, oh, yeah. Mine was a C, you two were high Bs. Um, I I have... how much of this, it's amazing how much we can remember from a few weeks ago. <sighs> Mate, like a steel trap. Um, <laughs> I I think I've, I've been the only one of us that has albeit fleetingly contemplated should I just get rid of this um, back in the early days uh, because I was you just you couldn't see it <laughs> I couldn't make see. Sick. Yeah. Um, all you could see then, yeah. was your own vomit sprayed onto the screen well it was it was a struggle like all jokes aside I yeah. did find it a bit like oh, I'm having to put a lot of effort to enjoy this like it was yeah. a bit uh, yeah know, compared but, to just that like, I can just whack on uh, just you know Something yeah, easy. Something that I know I will enjoy. It doesn't involve any effort. Um, but I have pushed through that and definitely come out the other side. And I, I definitely wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell it now. Yeah. But yeah, I think I definitely came the closest to being like, "Oh, is this is this for me? I don't know." Um, but I'm through the other side. Got my lenses. I can see clearly now. The rain has gone. Oh. Good. That was a key for you to sing, Alex, and you didn't. God oh, bless I'm you. Thank not. you for that. People, people, he's already people sung keep... once this week, though. He's already won, sung once on this episode. Yeah. People keep complaining about my singing, so I'm trying not to do it. As, well. as in, they complain about enough of it. That's yeah. we're getting. I say, I only, I only tune in every week for Alex to sing. <laughs> it's fine. Patreon karaoke. <laughs> what, what do you think? Um, like, just expanding on this question somewhat. Do you, what what do you think would make you guys contemplate dropping it? No new games I mean, coming out. Yeah, if the games dry out, um, dry up. Um, you know, if we only get ports of Quest games that aren't as good as the Quest, despite and it's because if Quest Three comes out and that's gets a load of games, and then we just get kind of bad ports of them. Um, and if Sony really just never put any further interest into it, and then they do reveal lots of because you know they are making games we just we don't know what they're making on ps5 or psvr2 so if they do release a load of stuff for ps5 that's going to be their big tentpole games and they don't really support psvr2 i'm sure i still will play stuff that comes to psvr2 but my attention will probably go to where those big because i'm like a, a magpie that just likes the shiny things you know i just will if that's what their their marketing's hyping up i will duly duly oblige because i'm i'm a twat so um <laughs> so that's yeah that would that would be it i guess if just and if you have know, switch 2 comes out next year and that's got loads of new stuff on it there's only so much time mm-hmm. in the day so if 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 shiny, something shiny new thing comes out um i feel like they've already played enough games that i feel like i've got the the value that i, I want from it I'm, I'm happy i don't feel like i've wasted money on it now um and obviously we're no. talking from a fortunate position where we've been 
given um, a lot of codes and stuff, which has helped for just to get their value out of it. But I, I think there is a lot of stuff to justify its existence already. Um, and if I stop playing it because the games stop coming or they just dip in quality, then I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I've, I'm happy. I've, I've played that. I've, you know, we had a great run with it. I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't regret it. Uh, certainly, there will come a point I'm no. sure where we'll stop playing VR two. Hopefully, it's because VR three comes out and it's even better. But, but yeah, yeah, showing up that you know signs of slowing down, which is which is good. very good. Uh, and I, I hope that it, it kicks up a gear next year, and that's that's what we see. I hope the opposite is going to happen, and I think it will. I think Sony will have next year a slate of probably only two or three. I don't think they have more than that of, of big either first-party games or Sony published games that there will be, you know, these are the key tempo experiences that we want you to play, and then we'll still get the um, regular cadence of, of indie-type or smaller games that can fit around those games, and that's fantastic. Because, yeah, Sony want us also to be buying the big PS5 games as well, so they've got a balancing act they need to try and, try and do as well. Now, that, just to that one point very quickly, it's also like when you got to the end of the life, not the life, the end of, before the PSVR took him out, like... The difficulty of going and setting up a PSVR one to still play it is, um, well, it's it's difficult. But even if you don't quite fall off of this, you could maybe have longer periods where you're not playing it. But it's very easy if you've just have a notion to shove that one cable in the front and get back in for a wee while. So it's not like it's a big hindrance. So you pack it all away and you do this and you do that and you need to find all these cables. It's it's very yeah. mm-hmm. it's very easy just to have that wee notion just to jump back in and it's very easy just now to do that which i think has been a lot more difficult with some of the like the psvr one in the past so there's mm, still yeah. always potential down the line if something comes up to just jump back in but i don't see certainly don't see falling off anytime soon no i think just on the point of me probably having the highest propensity to drop it i do think there's something probably at the back of my mind where i'm like i I don't want this podcast to be just positivity. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? I don't want it to be just, oh, yeah. this is amazing. Everyone go and buy it. Like, I think so at the back of my mind, I'm always trying to temper that a bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes I do that too much and it comes across as me being down on the platform a little bit. But I do always, like I'll, I'll say, I don't want us to be like crazy VR evangelists. Because I do see some people on Twitter that are just like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And I'm like, yeah. It's not. It's very, it's great, and it's great that everyone's enthusiastic about it. But I do think we need to present like a balanced view of it and a balanced opinion. And uh, yeah, yeah, so I think maybe that maybe why sometimes I lean further away from evangelizing about it too much is just because in the back of my mind I'm like, yeah, but it's not perfect. Uh, I've got a few misgivings about it, and so I You're just I leveling like to, me out, aren't you? Yes, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's like what uh, is it John Austin who said that kind of we're discovering new things, we're working things out. I think the thing is with non-VR games, they are so refined now. They've been iterated on to death and they are brilliant. You know, most AAA games that come out now are brilliant. They, they are really good. They might be mm. boring, they might be brilliantly boring because you've played it all before and, and stuff, but they are so... You know, the mechanics, the you know, developers know what they're doing when it comes to making a skill tree and balancing it and stuff. And it feels like for VR, that refinement is not well. It's, just, it's not there. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, to, no. anyway near the same degree. And so there are 
yeah, it does. There are some things that they feel rough and, and stuff, and so that's from what you're saying there about how you know, try not to be too positive about it. I think some people do overlook it and think, oh, this this game is you know, game of the year, and you think it's just like it's it's not. It's it's good. It's interesting. It's fun to play, but it's this the medium is still evolving and it's evolving fast and it's it's great to be there to see that um to see that development and to see those things iterate and it will take time it could take a whole other generation still um but it will get there um but that's i think is is the key thing i think you maybe would drop off to think you know what this is great i have my fill i'm going to drop off and in five years time i'm going to come back and see where vr's got to so but uh, yeah, I, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still seeing all the things I can take, the the good and the bad, and there's there's always enough um, with the good. Um, and I keep keep coming back to it. But talking about hubris is, I think it's that perfect example for me of it's a real mixed bag. But there's enough there that's still compelling enough that I, I want to see and experience, um, even if it does have a lot of stuff that is dragging it down. Damn right. Thank you, Dan. Oh, yeah, thank you, Dan. That now was... go and play your PSVR too. <laughs> Put down yeah, Rocket League. <laughs> it's almost got as much dust as Ryan McCaffrey's. Mm. Not there yet, not there yet. Right, I think that seems like a good place to uh, wrap up. Thank you. We had uh, more questions that we've just not had a chance to, to get through, so thank you, everyone, for sending uh, those in. We did appreciate it, and some of them made us made us laugh, and we just don't have time to cover them all off. So, um, But, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, yeah, if you've enjoyed this episode please tell your friends and family about it and if you want to get involved uh, drop into the discord and say hello and thanks to everyone who has done so already um thank you again to our patrons for supporting the work we do um i've been your host laurie these two have been ben and alex and we will see you again next time with another episode that will be back to our usual self discuss discussing the, the news and what we've been playing and everything else until then though it's goodbye